Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Hey everyone, I hope that you're having a really beautiful day today. I've decided for today that I want to give a tarot reading for the week, but instead of this being a subscription-only episode like it normally would, I want to make this available to everyone, um, just so you can kind of get an idea of what the subscription-only episodes look like, and then that way you can decide if that's something that you want to um that you want to participate in. So if you do want to subscribe, it's 99 cents a month and I do at least one episode a month. Um, Sometimes more, like I I guess I've been doing it for three months um, and I think I've done only one time more than that, but I'm trying to make the episodes that I do a little bit more um, in depth. Uh, So last uh, subscription only episode, I did not only a tarot reading for the month, but also um, brought in some very light astrology. I'm not extremely well versed in astrology, so uh, I didn't do a whole lot with that. I'm going to like my plan is to to get uh, more familiar with it and um, do more than just like the full moon. But For now, it is what it is. But anyway, I did want to give you guys the opportunity to see what a subscription episode looks like so you can decide if you want to subscribe. Um, The link to subscribe is in the podcast description. And uh, I don't know if you have to be on Spotify to do it or not. Um, There are a couple of other platforms where it looks like maybe you can subscribe even though you're not on like actually using Spotify. But I don't know. So maybe one of you could could check it out and let me know um, if that's even an option. So uh, before we get going with this reading for a forecast for this week, um, you know, the regular order of business, if you want to join the Facebook group, just go to uh, Facebook and then go to the little search box at the top and search for that witchy stuff. Um You can join the group that way. Just make sure that you answer the questions. They're just very simple questions. There's no right or wrong answer. I just want to understand who we are as a group. um, Because at some point that may be relevant. Um, And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at stuff underscore witchy. I have not been using the Twitter at all. But maybe one day I will. Um, There's no telling. So anyway, yeah. Um, other than that, make sure you uh, follow the podcast um, so you can get notifications when I put a new episode up. And if you can take the time to rate and or review it on whichever platform you prefer, that would be super, super duper appreciated. And then lastly, uh, at the at least on Spotify, I don't know about the other platforms, but on the episode, if you scroll to the bottom of the page, there will be an option to answer a question. And I think I've I've worded it something like, um, have thoughts or feedback, want to share your story, you could do that here, something like that. Um, <clears throat> but you don't have to just give thoughts 
on the episode or the podcast or whatever, if you have some sort of story that you want me to share with our listeners, um, you can let me know there. Uh, just, uh, I, th- I think the characters are limited, but um, if you have more to say, let me know how I can reach you. And I will like on uh, Facebook or Twitter, I mean, or email. Um, but yeah, uh, oh shoot, I had something pop into my head about that and I've already forgotten what it is. Oh, right, right. I know what it is. If you answer that question, it's only visible to me unless I specifically make it visible to everyone else. And so far, I have not felt any reason to do that. Um, so yeah, your anonymity can be uh, safe with me. And um, but yeah, if you have something that some sort of witchy question or story or experience or, you know, something paranormal or supernatural that you want to share with me I would really love to hear it and I'd love to be able to read that on air okay so we will take a very short break only because I like that little jingle and be right back all right and we are back all right so I have already shuffled my deck of tarot because I wanted to be able to um, think about what the reading would be about, you know, put my intentions in there. And I don't feel like I can do that very well when I do it while I'm recording the podcast. So I've already shuffled and I'm going to draw five cards. The deck I'm using today is just a regular Rider Waite deck. Um, there's nothing special about it, nothing fancy about it. It's my very, very first deck, so I do love it. Um, but it's kind of just my basic deck. Um, it's uh, sort of, um, what do you call it, like metallic and, and colorful. I feel like there's a word for it, and I don't know what, I can't think what it is right now. Um, iridescent? It's not really iridescent, but it doesn't matter. It is a little bit metallic and, and colorful, um, but that's the only, like extra thing going on with the deck otherwise it's just your basic rider weight um so you know you've got just the standard things and nothing uh nothing really different going on with these cards okay so i am going to draw six cards or five (laughs) what i'm going to draw five cards i always do five for one of these kind of readings because three to me just isn't enough and more than five, um, it just gets a little muddy. Um, if I'm going to do more than five, it's because I have a specific question and it's a big one. So for your kind of just general reading, I usually kind of stick to five. All right. So I am going to pull the cards. I'm keeping them face down for now, and I'll turn them as I go. Okay, so let's see. The first card, we have the world. Um, Now, the world is a major arcana, and it's actually the last card in the major arcana. Um, The card has uh, this woman. um, She's holding two things. I don't know what they are. Kind of look like candles with a fire on both ends, but I don't think that's what it is. Anyway, she's holding these two things. She's sort of floating, surrounded by a wreath of 
probably laurel, something like that. And each of the four corners of the card has um, something. There's a, a person in the top left, and then it looks like a bald eagle in the top right. And then the lower left has maybe a bull, and the lower right has a lion. So, um, oh, and there's like clouds and sky and stuff like that behind her. So what does this card mean? Um, well, first, uh, it is the last card in the Major Arcana, so it can signify the end of a journey. Um, the end of a journey also signifies the beginning of another journey, like the beginning of the next one. Um, the world in and of itself is very cyclic, right? Like we've got the seasons, we've got the moon phases, we've got the cycle of life and death, and, you know, all of the, even the cycle of the life and death of the planet itself. So the world itself is very much about cycles and the end of one thing and the beginning of another thing. Like, you know, um, the beginning of day always comes after the end of night and vice versa. The end of night always comes after the beginning or the beginning of night always comes after the end of day. So for every end, there's another beginning coming. Um, now the world uh, as a card is generally uh, positive and it is upright. So that helps. Um, it's generally positive. It means that uh, there is, you've got the world at your feet, you know, like this is less about the end of a journey than about the beginning of the next journey. It's about, um, completion and accomplishment. Um, but then it's also about moving to that next, um, that next step, that next journey that you're going to take. Okay, the next card, <clears throat> the King of Wands. So uh, face cards in tarot will often represent either a person or an aspect of your personality. Um, the person or aspect of a personality doesn't necessarily mean you, doesn't necessarily mean um, someone outside of yourself. It is whatever the the situation, whatever suits the situation, you know? Um, okay, so anyway, so the King of Wands. Wands are about fire, um, or they represent fire, and fire is about change. The kind of change that is represented by fire to me is usually mm, a bit more on the dramatic side and I don't necessarily mean that dramatic like um I just mean it in a it's not one of those slow gradual kind of changes it's a more um visible and uh noticeable kind of change it's not one of those things where you look back years later and you're like oh wow you know I really did change over that time it's more of a this change is happening okay so uh with the king of wands um there is a lot of change uh it's big fire energy but it's brought about by a person so it's not one of those things where a situation happens to you and you wind up changing because of it it's something where um 
you've decided to make a change and you're taking definite steps towards it. It's uh, about being a natural leader. Like you've made that decision and you're in charge of, of the changes that are coming. Um, okay, next card. Next card is the Eight of Cups. The Eight of Cups is on the surface, not exactly, uh, oh, hold on. I didn't tell you what the King of Wands card looks like. <laughs> Let's go back. All right. So the King of Wands, he's sitting on a, um, on a throne that is a uh, golden, um, he, his robe is, is orange and his hair is, um, he's redhead. So his hair, you know, is, is pretty orange. He's carrying or holding a big, uh, wand like um very uh kingly kind of wand it's not a small one um one of the things that I always remember is on the throne there are lions and salamanders and the salamanders are biting their tails so that signifies um infinity uh not really infinity it, it signifies cyclic change like um how a circle is there's no beginning there's no end but it is uh like how the world is you know um the beginning of or the end of one thing is about the beginning of another thing so uh yeah that's talking about change um and he looks uh determined um, he doesn't necessarily have any sort of like um, positive or negative um, expression. It's very neutral, but he looks determined. Okay, now, <clears throat> now for the Eight of Cups. So this card, uh, they, it shows a person walking away, um, kind of leaning on a staff, like a big stick kind of thing. Um, there are mountains um ahead of him uh he's at uh sort of rocky water and uh the moon is in the sky and the moon looks um pretty sad like uh it looks like it's a crescent moon but um the whole thing is lit up i don't know i don't really like the drawing there but anyway the the moon does not look particularly happy um for the cups there are five cups on the bottom and three cups on the top it's very clear because the the three on the top are two and one is very clear that this is uh there's something missing here and it's also very clear that uh the the person um they seem tired they seem like they've been they're either in a struggle or been through a struggle so then uh what does the eight of cups mean well eights are ruled by strength by the uh major arcana card strength so in a lot of ways you can apply the meaning of that card to any of the um, any of those suits that are eight, uh, some of that, some of that aspect of that card will come into play. So, um, strength is about 
it's about having hope and inner and outer outer willpower. It's about um, grit and determination and balance, but it doesn't tell you what the sort of like temperature of that is. Do you have hope because you're full of light or do you have hope because you're dealing with a struggle and you need to be strong to get through it? Like, are you strong because you've come through difficult times and now you know you're strong or are you needing to be strong because you're in difficult times? So I think that that really comes into play with the Eight of Cups. Cups are about um, relationships and emotions, things like that. And remember, it doesn't mean necessarily romantic relationships. It can be any sort of relationship, work, family, friends, you know, um, the relationship with your neighbor, you know, across the street, whether you like them or don't like them. Um, but relationships, cups are about relationships. So this card is about evaluating your relationships and your emotions and deciding if something is draining you, if it's making you feel tired, then it's time for you to make the difficult decision to walk away from it. Um, because uh, eights are, <laughs> I feel like sometimes when, sometimes when the cards start working together really closely, sometimes it is, uh, it, it's, I don't know, it's distracting, like, it's weird. It's strange to me that the cards can work together so closely. So eights are, if you lay an eight on its side, it is like an infinity symbol, right? Um, it is, it's at least reminiscent of it. So that's also about, infinity is about never ending, but that's because there's change, right? The same way a circle or the world is about um, never, so every ending has a new beginning. Eights are like that too because of that infinity thing. But instead of it being that like uh, basic circle, you know, you've got that little twist in the middle. And that tells you that things are going to be cyclic, but they're going to go down and they're going to go up and they're going to go up and they're going to go down. You know what I mean? So like, it's not just about revolving. It's about um, fluctuation, but that every end has a new beginning. Um, so yeah, eights, eight of cups isn't really a happy card, but it can be if you use it, if you use that knowledge that you can gain from it, it can be, it can bring you to happiness because whatever situation um, is going on is not going to bring you to happiness. Like that's not going to change. So it's time to uh, evaluate things and move on if you need to. Okay. Next card is the Six of Wands and it is reversed. Um, so the Six of Wands in general, um, there's a, a person riding on a horse. Uh, it's a white horse and looking very sassy and um, like it has a like parade gear on. I'm sure there's some word for that and I don't know what it is. Um, but this person has, uh, you know, 
a laurel wreath on their head. They are holding their wand way up high. Um, the wand has a laurel wreath. Uh, there's um, the wand, uh, like the wreath is like tied to the top of the wand with a red ribbon. Um, there are people in the background that are holding up their wands. Um, and in the in the <clears throat> in the Rider Waite deck, by the way, the wands are all very big sticks, like um, like a like a staff, like a you know, um, like a person sized stick. So they're all holding up their wands and um, like celebrating this person. So this the six of wands, uh, like upright, is about victory and success. So that means that um, reversed. It can be about um, failure, but it doesn't necessarily mean failure. So let's get, we'll get to that. The sixes. Sixes are ruled by the major arcana card, the lovers. The lovers are about uh, harmony and love and all that stuff, uh, but also about being the half of a pair. Um, sometimes about there being two aspects to something that you need to make a decision. Um, the lovers is not necessarily about love. It's about two, the two people of, of, of a couple, you know. Um, so sixes then are a lot of times going to be about things that, that couples deal with. Communication, working together, um, working together in harmony. Like for it to be a successful relationship, you have to do these things. So that's what sixes are about. Sixes are also uh, about you have just recently passed the midway point. You probably had some sort of conflict or um, change. You may have needed to reevaluate where you were at and where you wanted to be and maybe make some changes to make sure that you stay on the path that you're looking for. You may also have reevaluated things and decided that's not the path you want to be on at all and completely made a complete change. But so sixes are the next step after that. You know, there has been some sort of uh, evaluation. Um, and now you're you're taking the next steps in the journey. You, maybe you've made changes. Maybe you've recommitted. It's all dependent on on you and what you did. Um, so the six of wands reversed then. Um, it can be about defeat, the opposite of victory, but it doesn't necessarily mean things like that. It doesn't necessarily mean like, I think that some of the given definitions for it are like um, self-doubt or um, even being overcommitted to things, like you've got too much on your plate. But it can also be about things like uh, you were victorious in something, but you're not celebrating that with everyone yet. You're just keeping it to yourself. Um, it's not something that you want a parade for. You just know that you've made this accomplishment. You, you were victorious. <clears throat> and now you're moving on to the next part. Um, okay. Last card is the... Five of Swords. So the Five of Swords, what the card looks like is um, there's a man 
Um, he is uh, standing, holding two swords in one hand pointed up, like um, carrying them, not like for battle. And there's another sword that he is um, holding in his other hand. It's like uh, resting point down, like the point is on the ground. Uh, he looks very snarky like he's got this look on his face that is just extremely um it's not victorious it's not like he looks like he's saying yeah I beat you guys you guys are losers and I'm the winner um and by you guys what we mean is there are two people who are walking away from him um oh there are also two swords laying on the ground at his feet like they've been dropped um so uh one person is walking away one person has walked further away and they're standing like with their shoulders you know hunched like drawn in they've got their arms um like they're hugging themselves their head is down they're very sad they're definitely very sad um also in the card there's an ocean the person who's sad is standing like right at the ocean Far off in the distance are a couple of mountains, and then there's some clouds in the sky that look very uh, wind-torn, kind of, and uh, the, the guy's hair is also blowing back in the same direction, so indicating wind. Um, man, I, don't, I just don't like this guy, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> this card on its own... I don't like him, but in a reading is different. Um, so he's clearly battled uh, some people and won, and he's like um, kind of being a, a jerk about it. So then, so uh, swords are, they represent air. Air is about thoughts and intelligence and uh, also communication. Um, Is air communication? It doesn't matter. It's, I know for sure it's thoughts and intelligence. I feel like communication is not right there, but it's okay. Um, so what does this card mean? Um, fives are ruled by the hierophant. Um, the hierophant is the male counterpart to, or the masculine, sorry, counterpart to the priestess. So where the priestess comes in in all graciousness, um, like giving everything and uh basically saying here's literally the whole everything um and it's going to change and fluctuate the hierophant is more about um sort of a if the priestess is like flowy the hierophant is sort of like a blocky building i feel like i'm not really explaining what i mean very well the priestess is like open and the hierophant is like closed off um he's all about uh tradition and i don't mean that like oh we have a great tradition of doing this i mean like tradition as in bound by tradition you have to do things a particular way and that's the only way and that's the only reason you need is because that's the way we do it um he's about uh having great knowledge but um not 
uh, sharing it unless you're part of, like, unless you're part of his, his group, like, unless you're initiated into his, his belief system. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, fives are about um, change and instability and conflict. So remember how we said, like, fives are like the midway point in the journey. Uh, maybe you are dealing with some sort of change in conflict. Um, it may not be pleasant, but this is your time to reevaluate things and see if you need to um, make any changes or do you, do you even want to be on that path? Okay, so the Five of Swords as a card then is about, is about competing with others. Um, the loss of relationships, um, it's about aggression. So the same way that, uh, the Hierophant is, uh, like very rigidly sticking to tradition, um, and the same way that the fives on their own are about, um, potential change, chaos, you know, um, this is, this is sort of the, the, the culmination of those kind of things, like, uh, thoughts, intelligence are coming into play and um, saying that you or someone, uh, some aspect of the situation is about rigid control. And um, sorry, it's about rigid control, but like enforcing that rigid control. Okay. So then what do these cards as a whole mean? I got I didn't really get like a as I was reading them I didn't really get like a like a you know oh here's where we're going with this kind of thing um so let's just review a little bit the world uh the king of wands the eight of cups um and the five of swords all of those are about change um, those first three, the world, the king of wands and the eight of cups are very much about cyclic kind of change, you know, like, um, the end of one thing and the beginning of another. So then I would say that the six of wands reversed and the five of swords are about, um, so, okay. So, the Six of Wands not reversed is about victory, right? So if it's reversed, it could be about defeat. The Five of Swords, this guy's definitely been victorious over these other people. Um, so these two cards together feel to me like uh, they're about balance and about uh, potential for... <laughs> um a battle take that as you will that's the word that comes to mind potential for a battle and the consideration that um you need to consider that either victory or defeat could have very negative ramifications so then 
with that being said, these first three cards being about change and evaluating where you are and determining where you want to be. And these last two being about um, battle and um, the effects of defeat or victory. I would say that together, they mean that you really need to consider all the aspects of the situation that you're in right now. Like there, it sounds like there's going to be a definitive um, thing. And if you don't consider all the aspects of it, you know, good and bad, you may not make the right decision. Um, this thing will be the end of one thing and the beginning of something else. So you want to make sure that you are pointing your feet towards a path that you want to continue down. Um, this reading in particular, you know, with this deck, I usually get pretty generally happy kind of readings, you know? Um, I mean, they're not like completely Pollyanna, but they're not, you know, particularly dark either. And I, I chose this deck specifically because I wanted to have a kind of a lighter reading, but I really don't feel like I got that. I feel like I got kind of a um, significant reading uh, about change and making the right decisions. Um, I feel like the Eight of Cups being in the middle, th this is the one that was about um, walking away from things that are not good for you. I feel like that's significant with it being in the middle. If you don't walk away from the things that aren't good for you, you may wind up um, suffering uh, some sort of defeat. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like that's pretty, pretty relevant. And then the five of swords with, with um, the guy who won the battle and he's looking all, you know, cruel about it. That could mean that uh, this could be someone else in affecting the situation, you know? I mean, there could be some other situation, some other um, influence to the situation that is um, probably not going to play fair. Like, I don't feel like this guy play, plays fair. Like, he won, but what did he have to do to win? You know, who did he step on to get there? Um, and is it worth it? Well, that's something only you can answer. Um, so yeah, so this coming week, uh, could be, um, interesting for you. I would also add that, uh, the full moon is, um, astrologically, I meant astronomically <laughs> is, uh, tomorrow. So Tuesday the 7th. Um, but we know with astrology, astrologically, uh, is both the day before and the day after also receive big full moon energy. I think today's full moon is in Libra. I'm not sure, but uh, I do know based on what I what I read before. Um, I don't remember if it's Libra or not, but I know that the energy that's coming into play with this full moon is um, has a tendency to be over analytical um, 
overly uh, focused on detail. You know, um, it can be like a little bit obsessive with the with the controlling kind of thing. So keep that in mind with what you're doing. Are you making choices that are based on um, anxiety and fear? Because that's what obsessive kind of behaviors like obsessive controlling kind of behaviors are about, right? They're about anxiety and fear. Um, trying to make sure that the things you're afraid of aren't going to happen. So you're trying to control every tiny little aspect of everything. Um, so if you're making decisions that are based on anxiety and fear, then the results are really going to be they're still going to, they're going to focus on fear and anxiety and negativity. You want to make decisions that are based on either logic or balance, you know, like logic and emotion, but, you know, for emotion, have it be like your anxiety and your hope. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a, that's an interesting reading. Let me know your thoughts on it. Um, let me know if you feel like it resonates with you. Uh, and um, yeah. So if you decide to become a, a subscribe, a subscriber, um, this is the sort of um, podcast episode you'll get uh, 99 cents a month. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm in love with the fact that you guys are actually doing it. Um, thank you so much for your support. Uh, it, it just, it means so much to me. Um, I love you all. I really do. And, um, take care this week. Take some time to really legitimately take care of yourself, whether that means a bubble bath or whether that means, you know, remembering to take a shower and brush your teeth that day. Do what you got to do. Take care of you because it looks like this week might be a little on the rocky side. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye.